Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for the Six Rings Postgame Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Postgame Show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Ladies and gentlemen, if there are indeed any fans of Patriot Nation that are able to remain ladies and gentlemen right now, welcome in to the six-game post-game, six-rings post-game show here on WEEI. I'm Andy Hart, and we just witnessed one of the ugliest, at times exciting, and in the end, most disappointing losses you will ever see for a Bill Belichick-coached Patriots team for your New England Patriots. They lose on the final play of the afternoon at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Raider and former Patriot Chandler Jones returns an interception on a Jacoby Myers uh, lateral pass on one of those end-of-game scrambled plays. The game was tied at 24, looked like it would go into overtime. Patriots had played Better football over the second half to come back from a 17-3 halftime deficit. But in the end, there were no flags on the play. And Chandler Jones, Josh McDaniels, and the Las Vegas Raiders prevailed in one of the most unpredictable, unexpected, crazy fashions you will ever see in a football game. As I said, I'm Andy Hart. No Nick Fitz C. Stevens tonight. He was live in Las Vegas. We will hear from him later. Joining me alongside here in the WEEI studios is Kyrie Thompson from WEEI.com. 617-779-7937. Call in now because I know there has to be endless energy, disappointment, and dare I say anger in Patriot Nation tonight because... That was an ugly-ass football game, Kyrie, especially the first half. You did your best to climb out of the hole, but in the first half, that is one of the more sloppy football games you will ever see from the New England Patriots in the Bill Belichick era. They sucked, in my opinion, in all three phases. It was inverse complementary football or whatever the <laughs> hell you want to call it. It was a suck-fest on offense, a suck-fest, excuse me, suck-fest on offense for everybody not named Ramondre Stevenson, suck-fest on defense, and suck-fest in the kicking game with a blocked punt. That was an embarrassing performance that they had a chance to win. And then I think probably appropriately, they gave it away in the end because they probably didn't deserve to win the game. Although we can talk about it as the next three hours go on. I'm not sure the Raiders deserve to win that no. football game either. No. And you know what? You, you brought up that this was one of the sloppiest halves of football that the Patriots have played. Well, they didn't do a whole lot better last week. That, that's the thing about it. Right? right? They were they were terrible against the Cardinals in the first half. They looked like they had no interest in winning that football game. And then they come out and basically come out flat once again in the first half. They climb back into it in the second half, take the lead late and you're just like, "Look, there it is." They they apparently they're, they're the second half team and they just they make the plays when they need to make them. Then you have the touchdown that stood that a lot of us think probably shouldn't have stood but probably wasn't clear and definitive enough to overturn because the camera angles are terrible 
but the lasting image of this game is going to be Chandler Jones turning Mac Jones into a chalk outline at around the 40-yard line and running that all the way back. I just, I still just don't even know how to process what in the world just happened right there. I mean, think, think about that. We were, we were talking about it right before the play is about to happen, okay? Mac Jones probably can't get that ball to the end zone. Correct. From you know the, the opposite 40-yard line, so you're probably looking at some kind of lateral play, right? Right, 24-24, three seconds left. They run what starts out as a draw as to a Ramondre draw. Stevenson. And you're like, okay, well, let's see if Ramondre can get it all the way to the end zone. And then you're like, okay, this converted into a lateral play midway through. And just... You expect better from Jacoby Myers, man. I mean, I, I get it. You're trying to win and all that, but but the game's tied. Right. The game is tied. Go to overtime. Don't blindly throw it back that way towards Mac Jones, who is 20 yards behind you. I just... Yeah, that was... Wow. Um, that's an inexplicable wow. ending. And, wow. you know, in the wow. old days, they had ESPN Classic, and they would call something like this... An instant classic. I, I don't think that's I never, something you want to call never a classic. Wanna, I don't want to watch this game again. That of was course, in, I'm going to watch it on the, on the way home, probably. But I do not want to have to watch this football game live no, in no, real time. No. It was a debacle, and I would continue to say for both football teams, this was another game that the Raiders, who are already historically bad in blowing leads, four games with double digit leads in the second half, they've blown first team in NFL history. They were well on their way to blowing another one. Then, as you mentioned, controversial replay in the corner of the end zone. Would-be touchdown reviewed. I think he's probably out of bounds, but yeah. I can't prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt. Clear and obvious and, with the camera angles they provided. Right, because we're looking at it, and it's like, okay, that toe looks like it's on the white. It, it does, but you don't see the, the, the white chalk nope. and come up the way everybody expects it to be or, or really just straight up oh my goodness yeah that toe is a hundred percent over the line because you don't have the straight down the line right view which i don't understand how you don't have this will be a bill belichick how do we still not have all the camera angles because both camera angles provided certainly to the viewer on fox and i'm guessing to the replay review center were basically 45 degree angles one from the upper sort of end zone view and then one from the field view low angle neither can you look down the the sideline and tell definitively is the foot in is the foot out so the play stood as called game tied at 24 but there were really remarkable ups and downs throughout the second half of that football game the Raiders had an opportunity where it looked like they were potentially going to throw a bomb touchdown to Devontae Adams when the pass was broken up by Darren Waller, his tight end teammate. They had another bomb to Mac Hollins down the middle of the field. And which Derek, Derek Carr just threw it badly. Poor throw. He has to kind of fall back to the inside if it's the outside. There were just ups and downs all over the football field. 617-779-7937. This is the Six Rings postgame show. I give you the number because I want you to call because I want to feel your passion. It will be busy. I can tell you that right now because the lines are already locked and loaded. 37937 if you want to join the text line and you're other than that one person from the 413 who likes to say Andy Hart sucks at the beginning of every broadcast that I'm on. Thanks for listening every time I'm on. Appreciate you, my brother. Uh, but I want to start right out because I want to I want to chum the waters of a reactionary postgame show from our listeners. And our first, let's go right top of the list. Line one, Jay in North Carolina. What do you think about the latest, most painful Patriots loss? Hey, look, I'll tell you one thing. Mac Jones is the franchise of the quarter of the of the Patriots. That's the that's the bottom line. And if you don't, if you can't protect him, you're not going anywhere. And, and, I, and I, I'm still grousing about that Vikings game in which Hunter Henry broke the plane, but that's another story. <laughs> the, the, the Patriots are getting crapped on. I have to watch my language here. Thank you. But the thing is. The uh, you've got to protect Mac Jones, and if if an Arizona Cardinals can break in on the defense, and the Raiders can break in on the defense, you got a problem. Yes, the Patriots have a number of problems. Thank you, Jay, for the call. And I think we are going to spend the next two and a half hours. We will be here till ten p.m. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven six rings post game show. Probably trying to break down and do the the autopsy on this loss yes. and figure out where we want to rank the blame for this loss because there is plenty to go around from oh, the yeah. sideline 
I just to the want, field. Yeah, except except uh, no Ramondre Stevenson hate will be will be had hell here. no, hell no. He is pretty much one of the few that is beyond hate. Maybe Kyle Duggar because Kyle Duggar I thought made the play that jump started yeah. the the chain of events. I thought in a singular play he jumped a quick Derek Carr throw on the on the line of scrimmage to Devontae Adams, picked it, 13 yards, touchdown. I thought simultaneously early in the third quarter, he injected life into a lifeless Patriots team. There's two weeks in a row he's done this now. Game, Abs- game-changing plays. Absolutely. Right, because that was in the balance. And then all of a sudden they take the lead on that on that uh, strip fumble that he had on, on DeAndre Hopkins. But and, yeah. Not right. only did, they, did he inject life into his team, I think it was a here-we-go-again moment for Carr, Adams, Josh McDaniels, like and it. the Raiders. Because this is what they do. They kick away leads in the second half. They find ways to lose. And this was a game where they were facing a team in Mac Jones and the New England Patriots that how many times have we heard is not built to come back, can't come back. Fourth yep. quarter, he's had opportunities. It's come up short. It's looked ugly. Their execution has been ugly. Mm-hmm. And never has there been uglier execution than that end of game lateral play that ends with a <sighs> does that go down as a I don't even know what that scored a fumble is that a I, I lateral must be a fumble yeah it must be fumble a, return for a, fumble a touchdown for Chandler Jones because it, it can't be an interception no because it's not a forward even though pass. It, yeah. he intercepted the ball yes, in the exactly. air yeah no so so I think that that goes down as a fumble and I I keep going back to it I've covered this team since 2000 that is one of the more remarkable games. I've ever seen. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. No, 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 no. You lose instead of going to eight and six and being very much in the hunt in the AFC, you drop to seven and seven with three of your more difficult games in the final month plus remaining on the schedule. Yeah. The winnable game, you just gave away. And no mistake, I believe you gave that game away. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could have, should have, would have. They, they literally gave it away right there at the end. Absolutely, they, they absolutely they, they they could have gone to overtime, and they said, "No, actually, I think we want you to win this game." So that's what happened. If and when the New England Patriots are bounced from the postseason picture, because it's not a guarantee, you're still in it. Everybody's still in it. Hell, the Raiders are in it. The Jaguars are in it. There's plenty of teams that are in it. If and when you were bounced this night in Las Vegas. And another night at Gillette Stadium against yep. your Chicago that, Bears. That's, that's the one. Are I the keep reasons about. that if you were really flexible, you would kick yourself in the forehead? Because this team may not be worthy of the postseason, but guess what? The way this season has played out, they probably should have been in. They should have beat the Bears. They're a three flipping win team that was eliminated from the postseason like I don't know a month ago. The same time the Texans basically were. They're in that world, and now the Raiders that can't close games against anybody. Just closed games against you. And I have to listen to Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long at halftime on Fox, who apparently haven't watched the Patriots yeah, in like I saw, five I saw years. your tweet about like, that. Like, what do we do? They were sloppy in the red zone. That's unlike a Bill Belichick team. No, 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 no. That's very yeah. much like the current Bill Belichick team. That's and, who they are. And I think that's the thing that people are having, at least in terms of national media, are having a hard time adjusting to somehow is that wow this is this is really unlike the Patriots and, and you know this, this whole thing doesn't look anything like what the Patriots are it's like I don't know we've been seeing this all year it looks a whole lot like the team that we've gotten accustomed to definitely and it's a losing team that's now seven and seven and could be seeing its playoff desires fading fast six one seven I think it's it. oh it is but I think it's a seven it's a seven nine seven ninety three seven this is the six rings post game show here with you up until ten o'clock we'll hear from Bill Belichick Mac Jones all your calls that's up next as we all we all get depressed together. Exclusive home for Patriots Monday and Friday. W-E-E-I. 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 New England Sports Original. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Back here on a crazy night of football in Las Vegas that ends with a Patriots 30-24 to loss to the Raiders to fall to 7-7 seven and seven on the season. This is the Six Rings postgame show breaking down every painful, dismal, and annoying aspect of this loss. The game was tied at 24 with three seconds to go in regulation. It appeared destined for overtime when the Patriots ran a draw play to Ramondre Stevenson that turned into your classic end-of-game lateral play. But it was anything but classic when Jacoby Myers threw the ball back across the field, I believe, to Mac Jones. It was... Yeah, it looked like it was intended for Mac Jones, but it was nowhere near him, and it was right It was Chandler hauled Jones. in by another Jones on the field. Chandler, former Patriot, returned the ball for the touchdown. This came after the Raiders had tied the game on a controversial touchdown 30-yarder in the corner of the end zone that was reviewed, and the play stood. It was not confirmed. It stood, and I know there's going to be a lot of debates. I've seen some tweets about photos that show certain things out there, but the reality is, in my opinion, while I think he may have been out of bounds, there was no clear and obvious video footage to prove it for the replay official, so the touchdown stood. The Raiders win. Josh McDaniels wins, avoids another second-half blown lead of double digits. Patriots fail to get the comeback, and their playoff hopes are probably on life support at 7-7, seven and seven, heading into the final three games, three very difficult games. We're here to break it down. Lines are locked and loaded. 617-779-7937. If you want to join the show via the text line, And we have a quick poll that we put out on WEEI's Twitter account. One of the questions we were asking, who is most to blame for the Pats' loss in Vegas? And last check, NFL NFL officials, the top choice was 23%, Jacoby Myers, 28%, and the uh, majority or the plurality of the votes, Patriots coaches, 49%. That's where the check mark lies on my Twitter feed because that's how I voted because when you're as sloppy and inept as they were in all three phases of the game, that falls on the head coach, and then that falls down on the assistant coaches before you start to blame the players. And I also think that teams that blame officials are losers in the end. And uh, if you want to blame the official, blame the official. But uh, there were a lot of mistakes made by the Patriots tonight that certainly contributed to their loss and the fact that we are lamenting that loss. And what did the man say? If it doesn't work out, blame me. 
Yep, and this didn't work out. This could not have worked out more poorly in Las Vegas, where Bill Belichick gets beaten. Now, 0-2, by the way, against Josh McDaniels in his career. He really struggles against his old guys. Uh, I believe he's now 1-7 in his last eight matchups with former assistants. Who was his win? Uh, it's a great question. Probably could uh, get our crack research department on yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. Um, but, yeah, he is 1-7, and, and seven, I believe, in his last... Uh, eight or whatever the numbers it's like, are. It's this bad. brother, this brother couldn't even beat Matt Patricia. That's when, it's when, true. I, I mean, that's that tells you something. But I think, and now Matt Patricia is his problem. I, exactly. So I will say this: I would, I would definitely put this on the Patriots coaching staff in terms of that particular list, and and maybe even if you added this other factor to the list, being the quarterback Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to to put that separately on him. Because, yes, I think that, that that red zone drive that all just, just blew up, went to hell, that wasn't all on Mac Jones. There was just a just sloppy execution the way there yep. always seems to be with this team. He actually threw a touchdown pass that, that they was took wiped away, out by a timeout. Which I cannot, I don't. That's classic. I, 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 have to, I have to look back and check that out and see if the play clock was winding down. I, I have no idea, but. When you look back at that play, I mean, yeah, I can understand him being frustrated about that and being frustrated with with wasting the time out before that because then you're not getting the play in fast enough. I I, I get that frustration, but I feel like his frustration became a legitimate problem today. This is three weeks in a row where he is flailing hands, basically in an argument, it seems, with either the voice in his head or the sideline, which are... Kind of or, his te- or his teammates, or, or if, he, if he's mad at something that they're well, There were some drops tonight. The Hunter Henry third down drop, oh I would have been God. mad too. Yeah. That's how you lose football games. I know that'll be that way down the list in this game because it was so bad and there were so many mistakes. But that third down drop, to you couldn't, I mean, you're an NFL tight end Ugly. making 12.5 million. It, it hit you right in what I like to call the triangle between the thumb and the fingers. Like, you got to catch that football. So... There's no question. There's a lot of blame to go around. I think we have some callers locked and loaded that would like to join the blame game. Let's go to Raj in Chicago. Who would you blame for tonight's loss in Las Vegas, Raj? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. What's up? Uh, man, I'm sorry. Just a little lost for words right now. I mean, <laughs> this took me... This, uh, this kind of took me back to the 2018 season at the Miracle in Miami. Yeah. It was that kind yeah, of a gut I mean, punch, but know. this was much uglier. That was a more traditional it play was, where you got got beat athletically. This is one of the weirdest endings I've ever seen. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, I've seen some heartbreaking losses. I've seen, I mean, losing 42, 46, 52, losing the AFC title game at Denver in 2015. This one, you feel like you got shot in the face. Whew. I mean, just, Dramatic. just, just got, just got awful. Just got awful. I mean, in the immortal words of Chris Curtis, what are we doing? I, I agree, I, I, Raj. I will, Thanks I, for the call, man. Yes, definitely. Um, shout out Chicago, but also I, I would just like to say you probably and they know awful there, right? Yes, they know awful. Yeah, uh, that is a three and eleven football team out there. Though again, I feel like you probably feel a little bit better about uh, the future of that team than you do about this one because their quarterback might be really good. Um, but we're not gonna we're gonna do that. But you know what I just thought of though? It's like you probably wouldn't feel it if you got shot in the face, but obviously pretty bad. No, this was more of a um, at least half our audience can feel this a kick in the groin. I mean, I know it's cliche. It's like it's like that gif or, or like that video that circulates every now and again where like this dude is just like practicing being kicked repeatedly in yeah, the groin. That was over this. and over again. Yes, yes, that, that is was exactly this. what and this was. I would say that's sort of this season, and certainly from Max yes. Jones's perspective, I think he feels like that gif is is his season uh, in a nutshell his sophomore season not going anywhere near like he expected. But the Patriots, I, in, and I want to uh, go to one of the texts here that says, if there were, this is from the 415, if there was no video to prove that he was out, they should use the one that 10 million people saw on TV. Okay, I, 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 I think they did. That's what I'm talking about. I saw the two angles they had. There was a high angle, and then there was a low angle, and they were both at 45-degree angles from the field. And do I think he was out of bounds? Yes, I do. And, but and they, I don't. And by the way, might, I don't and, want you as a juror if you think that was clear and obvious evidence, because that means you're convicting everybody. You're, you got everybody going to the death and, penalty. And again, you know what? Maybe they thought 
that he was out too. Maybe they thought he was, but, but the call, but that wasn't the call on the field. It has to be clear and definitive. And I'm sorry, like I, I did not see anything, unfortunately, that was clear and definitive enough to say, oh yeah, he was absolutely beyond the shadow of a doubt out of bounds. He just looked out of bounds. And that's not good enough. I'm sorry. I mean, it, it doesn't make me feel better to say that because, again, I thought he was out of bounds. It is what it is. But, it, again, you could point to that play and say you got dropped by the refs, whatever, right? But you still didn't have to lose the game the way that you did it. And that's one play in a game in which, again, you did nothing in the first half. And I- you did something in the first half, maybe it never comes down to that. And now we'll go to Las Vegas. Watch the tape and get better. Mac, Willie Ramirez with the Associated Press. Uh, David has said that it was a called draw play. Ramondre takes the ball. Was he told to initiate a pitch play if possible, if there was something he saw, or was he told do what you can and then go down? Yeah, I think you just have to ask Coach Belichick. Um, you know, obviously we have a plan for the end of the game and uh, just didn't do a good enough job there, so have to watch the tape and get better and, and do all the things, you know, so we don't even have to be in that situation. Mac, um, you're in the position as Chandler sort of catching the ball. And can you take us just into that moment and, and the possibility of wrapping him up? Did you feel like there was a, a chance to do that? Or is that sort of a, a shocking situation to find yourself in? Yeah, I got to tackle the guy. And it's on me and it's my fault. So if we tackle him then, or I tackle him, then we play for overtime so it's on me um got to make that um, not good enough by me so is what it is and just got to tackle him and play for overtime so that's on me mac uh, jacoby said just a few minutes ago to reporters in the locker room that he was just trying to be a hero trying to do too much i guess how much do you feel for him on that play look i think jacoby's one of the best teammates i've ever had um and he's a fighter and he does everything he can to try and help the team. Um, obviously, you'd have to ask Coach about it and um, see see what our plan was. But at the end of the day, the guy's out there fighting and trying to compete to win the game. And there's a lot of things I could have done better in the game, like I said earlier. So we, we're not even in that situation. So, and, you know, I don't play very well. You know, we're in that situation. And it just it's terrible. So it's, it's tough. But... I love Jacoby, and I love all the guys on our team. It's not Jacoby's fault. I think we just got to watch it and see what we can do better. Max, situationally, with what you practiced at that point in the field, was a Hail Mary completely out of discussion? Was that in your mind going into that play that it could have been possible? Um, yeah, I think Coach Belichick makes the coaching decisions there. So we, we put a lot of emphasis on it and work really hard at it, but just got to do better execution as players and um, Back in the first half, um, when you guys weren't able to punch the ball in near the goal line, what can you pinpoint for what went wrong in that situation? Um, yeah, I think we just got to score more points and early. Just a play is a play, and we didn't, and I didn't execute enough good plays today. So if you don't do that, then you're not going to score. And um, just a tough situation definitely falls on me, and um, got to be better. And I'm going to watch the tape and and do what I always do, and just try and get better. So. Um, tough, tough deal, but just got to keep working. Um, Mac, knowing the stakes of this game and your playoff chances and how you seem to have this game at the end, is this the most painful loss you've had? Yeah, I think we want to win every game that we play in. And um, as a competitor and as a team full of competitors, we want to you know, have a better result. Um, and it stings, and it's going to sting, but we got more games to play, and we got to turn the page and keep fighting and don't quit. That's the one thing. We can't do is quit and just attack each day and come together as a team and um, do everything we can to become a better team. What, if anything, on that note, was the message from Coach Belichick in the locker room after the game? Yeah, I think that's personal to us and our team. And um, obviously, we're all disappointed, uh, players, coaches, myself, everybody. So just a tough deal. And we put a lot into it and love all these guys on this team. And we got you know more games to be played, like I said, and we got to watch the film learn and get better and it's tough to say that right after the game but it's really all you can do so i'm disappointed and want to do better so mac you were very complimentary of, of jacoby as a teammate what can you share was 
your message to try and console him after the game? And coupled with that, how do you hope you respond now with what's at stake for the final three games? Yeah, I think, like I said, Jacoby's one of my closest buddies, and he's a great dude, and he's a competitor. So he's going to keep working, and doesn't fall on him, falls on all of us, falls on me. Um, we're all in this together, and we love each other. Um, and it's it's what it comes down to is coming together and building and just trying to do the best we can. And, um, yeah, we just got to watch it and, and get back to work here and um, just keep working. Thanks. That was Patriots quarterback Mac Jones following the 30-24 to loss to the Vegas Raiders in Allegiant Stadium. As you can imagine, he was a bit dejected. Uh, didn't really want to answer some of the uh, scheme and, and coaching questions that we will get from Bill Belichick when he steps to the podium in the next few minutes. But we are going to take a quick break here on the Six Rings postgame show as we break down arguably the most gut-wrenching loss, not only of this season, but maybe any Bill Belichick season in New England. 617-779-7937. If you want to join the show, we'll be back right after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Welcome back to our number two of the Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI. I am your host, Andy Hart. No Nick Fitzy Stevens tonight. He is actually in Vegas, and I can't imagine what he's going to sound like when we talk to him later in the show after that. <laughs> Amazing Patriots 30-24 to loss on the final incredible play. That laugh you hear is Kyrie Thompson, WEEI.com, and the first and Foxborough podcast. Indeed. As the uh, voiceman says, we are breaking down, I guess, the way the Patriots broke down in Vegas and Indeed. kicked away a game that was supposed to be winnable was supposed to be against an inferior team with an inferior record and a coach who, as a former Belichick assistant, is theoretically a part of the bad coaching tree that's inferior, except those inferior coaches continue to beat their former boss. The Six Rings postgame show is broadcasting from our Best Yet brand studio. And as you know, as Fitzy likes to tell us, we are brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com, for your free trial. So that means we could go there for our free trial and ask them to build an app to tell us why the Patriots are crap right now in all three phases of the game. Interesting. And just lost a football game with the season on the line, the game on the line. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kyrie. I know you're a little bit new around here. Okay, sure. But don't build Belichick teams... Execute best in situational football with the game on the line. Maybe they did like three years ago. These I mean, aren't your father's Patriots. No, they're not. And, and I feel like that's the thing that I, I feel like I've been saying more often than I, I think I ever expected to say. 
those Patriots, the, the Tom Brady Patriots that, oh, well, you give the Patriots too much time, they're always going to come back and beat you, they don't exist right now. They are a team to me, and, and this is the thing that gets me. This is what gets me. What gets you? They are a team that, to me, I don't see them beating good teams. I don't oh, think no. they've beaten one good team this year. And and so, but but they are a team that if you give them the game, if you offer it to them, they will gladly accept it from you. They they will they will take it from you and run away and hide. We'll go out now to uh, Allegiant Stadium where Bill Belichick has a lot of questions to answer after a thirty to twenty four loss. I think he's going to answer. Bill Belichick you just can't do that in this league, and and uh, and it cost us so. Gotta work to eliminate those and you know continue to play play the good football that we played, but we just had too many mistakes and too many bad plays to win. So that was obvious. Well they remember the associated pass on that final play and it was yeah, a draw like, play. Was it was it instinctive on Ramondre or was yeah. he given the green light to pitch it yeah, if he had an opening? We made a mistake on you know, played it where he made a mistake on play. Bill, on, over here on the, this side here on the block punt, what did you what? Yeah, it's another mistake on the play. And was that the snapper on there snapping it too early? It's a mistake on the play. Uh, Bill, on the final play over here, I know you said there was a mistake. Um, Jacoby took accountability for that, saying he knows better than to throw the ball back across the field. Was there any coaching point? After you had called the draw to say if, you know, the play's over, just fall down or go out of bounds. Yeah. Well, obviously that would have been better than the result. Was that said? Yeah, look, we've talked about situational football. We talk about it every week. But we obviously we've got to do a better job playing situational football and not making critical mistakes in the game. When you left, uh, the Keelan Cole touchdown, what did the refs uh, tell you, and did you agree with their decision? Yeah, was, was there a pool report? Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, 14 games into the season, uh, still delayed game penalties. It seemed like guys were having trouble. Hunter Henry looked like he couldn't hear the play. Just as, how disappointing is it that this late in the season still having operational issues with the offense? Yeah, when you're trying to limit all the mistakes we made. All of us. Yep. Bill, on the um, the red zone um, p- play where you um, called, I believe, Ren down the sideline, called the timeout. What did you see that you didn't like to, that that led you to call the timeout? Yeah, we didn't really have the play right. Is, it, is that a situation where you? I think you've talked in the past where it looked like he scored a touchdown on it. That maybe it was a, the result didn't match necessarily the play. Yeah, the whistle blew before the play was run, so okay. the, we didn't have the play right, so I took a timeout, so okay. we didn't have it right. Didn't hear the whistle. On the, on the sneak soon after that, Bill, there's a false start. Is Max supposed to wait for everybody to get to the line? Was Johnu a little bit late? How did that happen? Obviously, a mistake on that play, too. Bill, in the, the final play, situationally, how do you weigh what was called as opposed to taking a shot at the end zone? Taking a shot at the end zone? Yeah, like a Hail Mary, 55 yards couldn't away, getting it as deep as you could. Yeah, couldn't throw it that far. Bill, what's the message to the team after a loss like this, and what's the challenge for you in keeping things moving with three games left? Yeah, we just have to eliminate those mistakes and and um, you know, just gave up some critical big plays. So we need to eliminate those. Keep making the good ones and stop making the critical bad ones. Okay. That was Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, who made it clear his team made a lot of mistakes on plays in today's 30-24 to loss to the Raiders in Las Vegas that ended on a uh, debacle. Oh, was that like six six times? 
Oh, at least. I, I look forward to the transcript so you can just do the word count and figure out how many mistakes. On, yeah, we know, Bill. There were mistakes on all the plays. We know how bad plays work. Even though you chastised us in the beginning of the season in training camp and said, not if it looks like a bad play, it might not be a bad play. No, these were bad plays. Well, well, you know Why? what? Especially, you know, they didn't have the, the one play right. It ended up being arguably the best play because they scored on it. And they were like, nope, actually, we don't want to run that play. Not That's just bad, their best play of the night. Play. One of their rare red zone scores on the season, he said they didn't have the play right. And it actually executed well and worked for a touchdown. Bad play. Except the whistle had been blown because Bill Belichick had called a timeout. That was your uh, defensive Bill Belichick. Now, I understand some of it. He is, he is trying to protect, certainly, Ramondre Stevenson, Jacoby Myers, some of his. Interestingly, this game was lost on the two players, I would argue, that have actually done their job on offense this year. You could actually argue Ramondre Stevenson they're, and Jacoby they're your, Myers. They're your best offensive Your players. best offensive, yeah. most consistent well, it, offensive. Aside, produced, aside, from, aside from Michael and Wenu, which, I mean, no one's going to look at an offensive lineman. Right. But your best off like skill players, yeah. And they mm-hmm. contributed or even um, caused the losing effort because it definitely sounds, and we we'll, may have some audio later from Jacoby Myers, sounds like he took the blame, tried to do too much on the final play when he threw long back across the field to Mac Jones, intercepted, hauled in by Chandler Jones for the game-winning <sighs> touchdown. But I do, like, I'm not one that's going to harp on those two guys and that play. While that play will be seen as the reason you lost this game, the list of reasons you lost this game is extensive, and it started from the first quarter and went straight on through the fourth quarter because we have a lot of fans that are going to fixate, and we'll get back to the phone lines in a minute, 617-779-7937. If you want to complain about the replay review, we have a pool report I'm going to read. But I would also argue you got lucky on the plays I mentioned earlier. You tried to give up a Devontae Adams big play for a touchdown potentially that would have tied the game. You tried to give up multiple Mac Collins plays over the middle of the field that one hit his fingertips just out of his reach. Another was a bad throw where he had to kind of drift back across the middle. Yeah, it's like if Derek Carr is a better quarterback, you're probably getting blown out. We never get to the Keelan yeah. Cole controversial yeah, not, replay we are review not touchdown. This, we're Devontae not Adams discussion. is dancing in the end zone, or Mac Collins is dancing in the end zone. So you got lucky, you got lucky, you got lucky. Maybe you got a little unfortunate yeah. on the replay review. But I do want to uh, go to the pool report, as Bill Belichick pointed us all to, yes. because we know he does not ever answer a question about a controversial replay, officiating call, anything post game. So I will go to Mike Reese's pool report with NFL Senior Vice President of Officiating Walt Anderson, who you may recall we've heard from before this year in the Hunter Henry play on the goal line. Walt. A lot of people didn't care for his take on that, and I don't think you're going to care for his take on this one either All right, on Keelan go. Cole's touchdown. First question, how did you determine that was a touchdown catch by Keelan Cole in the fourth quarter? Anderson, quote, the ruling on the field was a touchdown. End of sentence return. <laughs> next question. Uh, Mike Reese's next question. In replay review, it appeared the receiver's left foot was on the white. Was that not visible in replay? Walt Anderson's answer. We looked at every available angle, and it was not clear and obvious that the foot was on the white. There you go. It was very tight, very close. There was no shot that we could see. We even enhanced and blew up the views that we had. There was nothing that was clear and obvious that his foot was touching the white. Final question from Mike Reese in the pool report with Walt Anderson. Did you have a down-the-sideline angle to aid you in your review? What we were just talking about, basically a pylon cam or anything down the sideline. No, we did not. Probably the best view was what we term a high end zone view. TV gave us the most enhanced view that they had as well. We blew it up, and I believe TV blew it up. I don't believe TV blew it up, not that I saw, Walt. No, I didn't see that. I interjected there. No. And there was nothing that was clear and obvious either way. Had the ruling on the field been incomplete, we would not have been able to change that either. So there was, basically, he's articulating the inconclusive video evidence to change the call. That's why the call stood. It was a 30-yard touchdown for Keelan Cole, and the Patriots win. Uh, excuse me, Patriots lose. Whew, no, they yeah, yeah, they the did, opposite they did of win. The they lost. They got absolutely. beat up. They got kicked in the cojones. They lose 30-24. to 24. We are taking your calls here on the Six Rings postgame show. Let's squeeze in one more call before we get to our next break. Let's go to David in the car wants to talk about, I think, the out-of-bounds touchdown play. David, what's up? 
Hey, guys, how you doing? Thank you for taking the call. I really yes, appreciate sir. it. So here's the thing. There's a lot of things that went wrong in this game. If this was another coach, he'd probably be getting fired because of Salachek is not or some coaching staff. But here's my thing, and, and guys, please don't tell me. You have a referee that's standing right there. He's looking at his feet. And I know it's fast. It's live data. You know, it's live. But come on, we're in Vegas. The game, there's a betting city going on. Don't tell me that was not purposely ruled the way it was because of betting. Don't tell me that. I'm going to tell you, David, that was not ruled the way it was purposely because of betting. Well, maybe not, but but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. This that was clearly his his toe was on a white. I mean, you can see it for them not to overturn. So that, let me ask you a question, David. If the sure. result of that decision was a man being executed, and this was a jury trial, you would have voted that he was on the white. It's clearly he's on the white. Okay, the thanks, one David. That they had from up above. Yes. Okay, thanks for the call, David. I, disag- I could not disagree more. Dead. And that man is dead, and that's on your conscience. I think he was on the white. I can't say definitively he was on the white. The clear and obvious language Patriots fans are going to hate. They're going to get sick of it. But I did not term and, that clear and obvious. And, and you mentioned it off the air, right? The possibility that maybe they just don't have... People were asking, like, why don't they zoom in more and like right. blow things... Maybe they don't have the... NBC camera angles right. or or the, the Thursday night football ca- like pylon cams. Maybe they just don't have that. Guess what? They, if they... you didn't suck, you might have had that because it was supposed to be a oh, primetime grade bunch. A crew game and then it got bumped to Fox and was not a primetime grade A crew game because I can tell you that because Jonathan Vilma is not very good at his job as a color analyst. In one point, he said, I'm speechless. I have nothing to say. That's literally your job. I'm you're sorry the offense stinks, but you're supposed to speak. 617-779-7937. We are breaking down a horrific Patriots 30-24 to loss that left Bill Belichick at the podium basically saying mistakes were made on that play, and there were a number of those plays. And unfortunately, Bill, this is... Week 15 on the season, and the same mistakes are being made. Your, your team continues to struggle in situational execution, among other areas, red zone defense, run defense, turnovers, pass, all the things that have bit this team in the butt to leave it at 7-7 seven at seven at this point in the season. 617-779-7937, Six Rings postgame show up until 10 o'clock. Join us. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. What did you see when you saw? I saw. Uh, I thought I saw Mac open. I didn't see Chandler Jones at the time. I just thought he was open. Tried to get to him. And let him try to make a play with it. But the score was tied, so like I said, I should have just went down for real. Were you a little surprised that Amanda got involved in that situation? It ain't even about Amanda, you know what I'm saying? Once you give it to me, I'm surprised enough to go down with it, you know what I'm saying? So, whether you gave it a ball or not, I mean, he gave it to me because he trusted me. You know, I just got to be smarter with it. That's Jacoby Myers in Las Vegas after tonight's 30 to 20. Oh, you guys are being mean. I know, my goodness. 30 Laying to, it on thick. 30-24 to 24 loss to the Raiders on the final play in which he received the lateral from Ramondre Stevenson on a draw play with three seconds remaining after a nice run. Threw it to Myers. Myers threw it back across the field intended for Mac Jones. Chandler Jones hauled it in and returned it for the touchdown. Game over. Raiders win. A little sneaky aspect here, too. If he saw Marcus Jones, I wouldn't have a problem with him throwing it cross back the field. What was going to happen when you threw it to Mac Jones, the least athletic person on of the 22 on the field? He possibly, <laughs> I just had this vision dance through my head. Say Mac Jones does catch that ball, and he gets hit by Chandler Jones and fumbles it anyway. Right. Like, nothing good can come. He's not allowed or, to or, throw or, it. Or he just, like, straight up can't catch the ball, and that's a backward lateral, and it right. might get scooped up anyway. Like, he's not allowed to throw it anymore. No, exactly. So you've lost any advantage that Mac Jones provides on that play. So it really was, and again, we we talked about it last segment, Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI, 617-779-7937. I find it difficult to really pile on Jacoby Myers, who's falling on his sword, even defending Ramondre Stevenson. I find it hard to pile on Ramondre Stevenson. 
Bill Belichick would only say mistakes were made on the play. He wouldn't say whether they were supposed to lateral it, not supposed to lateral it, the whole thing. We can get into that a little bit later. But nothing good was going to happen to throwing it. It, it. That's a brain fart beyond just the score and the lateral. Who you saw open? Because he clearly saw him. He said, I, saw Mac, I thought I saw Mac open. He intended to throw it to Mac. To what end, Jacoby? You know, it makes me think of this. It, it goes back to Mac Jones, in a way, talking about the red zone struggles in particular and saying, look, when we get down there, we have to know that, yes, this play has heightened importance, but it's just another play. Don't Basically, don't lose your mind. Right. And I feel like right there, that's an example of, oh, my goodness, I got to do something, and he lost his mind. And that, I feel like, encapsulates what the Patriots are, not even just offensively, but just generally as a team, better than, than almost anything else. They continually and this is a point I was trying to make earlier, continually lose their minds in those clutch situations that they're supposedly supposed to be great at. They are supposed to be the team that takes advantage of other teams' mistakes. They're supposed to be the team that runs away and hides when the Raiders try to give them the football game, and instead they decided to be Santa Claus. Because they don't have confidence. I think it comes back to a lack of confidence, which, by the way, they probably shouldn't have confidence the way they've played all year. That does not breed confidence the way you've executed in all three phases. But in a normal game... You just say, yeah, we'll go to overtime. You know why? I trust our defense. I trust our offense. We'll execute situational football. We'll win in overtime. They were trying to do too much, to make too much of a play there out of desperation, it seems like, because yes. they probably know if we go to overtime, we don't execute better than the other team more often than not. In fact, we fail to execute more often than not than the other football team. You know what's interesting is that all this time you talk about playing not to lose. And I feel like that that's very often what the Patriots have done is playing yeah. not to Let lose. Let the other team lose. Yes. But to me, the idea that you treated that play the way that you did, it, it really does, like as you were saying, kind of make it seem like you were losing at the time when you really weren't. Right. You, like, didn't, like, need a, you didn't need a like miracle. You, like you felt the game was over. Right. Like, like, so I think just put together, this team has a loser mentality right now. And, and they probably should. Like, and I'm not saying that in a mocking way. When you get, you know, like, a beaten dog syndrome, you know, you hit a dog so many times, they start to expect to be hit. This, do- this team does not execute. They lose games they shouldn't lose, and that's where you are at 7-7 seven and seven right now. You're probably fortunate to be 7-7. Seven and seven. The Cardinals, you were in a dogfight a week earlier until you had a loose fumble returned for a touchdown that changed the complexion of that game. Otherwise, you might be looking at a road losing streak and really saying goodbye to any playoff chances. Let's go back to the phone lines. I want to keep everybody engaged here as we continue to break down a debilitating late-season loss in Las Vegas that sucks the wins out of the Patriots' hopes, although they still have playoff path potential. There's just a lot of teams involved, and they have some tough games they're going to have to win to get there. Let's go to Dave in Rhode Island who wants to talk about this loss. I don't know why we want to talk about it, but let's do this. Group therapy. Dave, what'd you think? Let me get one thing straight. We stink. <laughs> we stink. That's true. Okay, someone needs to lock up Nelson Aguilar for robbery and fraud. The guy drops every ball that comes to play. This team, I'd rather go outside with a pair of scissors and cut my grass and watch this offense. Thank you for the call, Dave. Appreciate your uh, your emotion. I think it's raw and I think it's real. And I said it to I, I think to you. This is this was a game between two bad teams. Yes. One has more stars. The Raiders have stars. Yeah, yeah, they they are a talented team. They are not a good team. No, and you allowed them to pull out the win, but you had a, despite your lack of stars and your what did he say? Nelson Aguilar was committing like uh, yeah, they say they should lock him up or yeah, fraud or yeah, something. Commit, I think it was robbery and fraud. He actually had a nice catch. He was just out of bounds. There was a beautiful Mac Jones catch and throw down the left sideline. Unfortunately, the ball remained in his hands. His yes. feet just couldn't stay in. His feet just couldn't stay in. Which, which is yeah, as that, we know, is part of the job as a receiver. And Keelan Cole 
proved that, wink, wink, uh. proved that in the corner of the end zone on the game-tying touchdown. But I understand the building frustrations because, correct me if I'm wrong, we do this every week, and I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. This is the most well-rounded loss that we've had for the Patriots this year, where all three phases were at various points truly inept. No, not, the, not the, Bear, like, the Bears was like that, too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they were. And those are the two reasons why you're going to not make the postseason because exactly. you yeah. lose games to teams. But even I still have no explanation for the Michael Pilardi blocked punt where Jabril Peppers, your your wing on the right side, they ready. is looking in, like communicating, and the ball is snapped. They, 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 just, they just straight up weren't ready. Why was it the was ball a, snapped? It was a timing issue. I cannot tell you why. Remember that, how we like well, to make fun of the old Colts fake punt? Yeah. Well, this was different. But similarly embarrassing, you had an up back and a wing looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, talking. Jer- yeah. Jabril and 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 Adrian Phillips looking and you at each other. the ball, and they were just like, "Oh my god, oh no, it's horrible." And and, and gee, yes, where did the horrible. guy come from? Oh, happened to come right from that side. Uh, Kuntz or Kees or whatever his name was that blocked the punt. Like, how does that happen to a Bill Belichick team, which, as we've talked about, basically has two special teams coordinators? You have Cam Accord, but you also have Joe Judge. He's allowed to talk. He's on the field when they practice. He's in meetings when they talk about things. And he's supposed to be a special teams coordinator. How are these things happening to a team that, correct me if I'm wrong again, invests more time and money and energy in special teams than other words? It's always funny listening to Bill Belichick talk about other teams' special teamers. And like, you know, Johnny Hecker, he's a weapon. You know who was not a weapon? Your special teams. No. Because your coverage was sneaky terrible. At times, you got bailed out by a, a few they penalties. They gave up a bunch of them today. Yeah, they did. Yeah. This special teams stinks right now, and that's part of the problem because when you're as mediocre as they are, that matters. If yes. you're going to blow teams out, no one cares. Oh, you oh, you, 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 let a guy return it to the 30, it doesn't matter because you scored three straight possessions, whatever. But if you're going to be in dogfight games with your season on the line as a mediocre team trying to steal a playoff spot, and who knows, as Parcel says, once you get in, anything can happen. I don't think anything can happen with this team. I think you're going to get your butt whooped no, by it, a high seed, just yes. like you did last year, if you do sneak in, which I don't even think you'll sneak no, in. No, at, th- at this point, I feel like you're asking a lot to make me think that they're going to win two out of these next three games. And, and again, I'm looking... A lot. I'm looking at the schedule. They, right. have, they have not beaten a single team that has a, has a better than 500 record. Plus, they haven't beaten... They beat the Jets twice with Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's terrible. And they beat the Lions, who... They've been playing better of late, but they're not anything either. They also haven't beaten the Dolphins in no, they lost to the three Dolphins. years. No, but I'm talking about yeah, yeah, just, just you've lost four in a row or five in a row to the Dolphins. You've lost four of five to the Bills or five of six. The only one you won, we all remember, was in a hurricane and yes. was a complete weather game and just a aberrational win against that team. And Joe Burrow and the Bengals... Are they perfect? Far from perfect. No, but they're nine and four. They're good, and, and they're you finding can't, ways to win. And you can't guard their receivers. They just came back from what down seventeen or whatever. Yeah. So, like, it's not just that they have winning records. Like, these are teams you can't beat. You haven't found a way. Josh Allen is, you know, your daddy, as Pedro used to say. Like, he's your You're daddy. You're not beating that team in Buffalo. No, it's the only happening. way you beat them is if they decide they have everything wrapped up and they go... And Josh Allen doesn't play. Here, you have one. It'll be cute if you feel good about yourself yeah. to end the year. It's so, like, so, so you know what? You better hope that team wraps up the number one seed. And, and that got hurt today by the Chiefs coming back and winning. I actually was thinking maybe you are going down that road if the Chiefs lost and that put them further back. But with the Chiefs winning, the Bills may have to play longer because they are, they're not falling as far behind. But 617-779-7937. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Matt in the car who wants to talk about the ending, but also other aspects of the game. Hey, how you doing, Hart? Um, Tyree. Um, Hart, uh, you, you appointed me um, head of the Six Rings Analytics. Um, yes. I'm not sure if you remember that. Yes. But I hope you're serious because I updated my LinkedIn page. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, uh, we can, uh, can we agree that Stevenson was just supposed to follow the ground and wasn't supposed to lateral? Um, um, I, I, I think maybe that is the case, but guess what? Okay. If it's not clear, then that's a problem. If it's not clear and obvious, like the replay review standard, if he doesn't know exactly what he's supposed to do in situational football, that's another coaching that's a problem. problem. And this is what we yeah, used to praise Bill Belichick and Ernie Adams and all these coaches for. 
They turn over every rock and every every player knows everything in every situation. How many times did you see last year, like Damian Harris in, in the Chargers game? Actually, that's the one that trips my memory. Is that they were sliding down to the ground before the five minutes even hit right. to kill the clock. Right. Like that's how serious they were. Now you're in a tie ball game and we're looping the ball all over the field, giving the other team a chance to win. So yeah, Matt, that is uh, horribly well, disappointing. So Mac Jones is supposed to have this high football gear. I, I don't want to like rail on any of these guys, but he's five yards behind Jones. He sees the ball up in the air. Obviously, he realizes something's gone wrong. Go make a play and do something instead of just sitting there and getting you know stiff arms. Great play by Jones. You know whatever. But let me. The point of my call is um the special teams. Um, yes. who, who do we got in charge over there? Acorn. Acorn. Yes. Okay. I saw I saw enough of Acorn last year with the three block punts. I would say. Hope you have enough acorns for the winter because I've seen enough of you. You're, you're done. Um, you know, that play was even more disgusting than, than actually the last play of the game to me. You got two, you know, good players, Peppers, and um, our other boy, you know, just um, it, like you guys just said, you've pretty much covered the whole basis, but this team shouldn't make the playoffs. They don't deserve to make the playoffs. I don't need to see them make a make, play a game in the playoffs. They, you know, even with Buffalo and Miami, uh, excuse me, Miami and the Jets losing, um, they just don't – they're not there. I'd rather see them lose out and realize the error of their ways this season. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call, Matt. And uh, the fact that we have multiple areas to debate that is more disgusting and why you lost, whether it's a special teams <laughs> yes. play, an offensive play, even a defensive play, a replay, uh, tells you how bad this game was. Just for uh, clarity, the Patriots at 7-7 seven and seven as of right now are the eight seed, one spot out of – the AFC playoff picture. The Dolphins at eight and six are the seven seed. The Chargers at eight and six are the six seed, both one game ahead of the Patriots. Obviously, Miami already beat the Patriots once, so they would hold a tiebreaker against uh, you, but you have another game with them in a couple weeks. 617 779 7937. Let's get one more call in as we continue to commiserate after a 30 to 24 debacle of a loss in Las Vegas for the Patriots to fall in 7 and 7. Let's go to another David. David in Tampa wants to talk about this loss. David, what's up? Hey, um, all right. For the first the first um, red zone drive, first and goal inside the one yard line. Three straight pass plays when you got a top ten running back in the game. Three straight pass plays. And, and I mean, again, I mean, David, I don't want to interrupt, but real quick, I want to let you know a stat that they put on the broadcast that I was not aware of. But the Las Vegas Raiders have faced uh, a goal to go situation Inside fourteen times this year. Yes, and they had mm-hmm. allowed fourteen touchdowns until <laughs> until they met the Patriots' red zone offense. Now it's fourteen of fifteen. I mean, that's just. I don't know if, if, if that's just not a fireable offense by the coaching staff. I mean, it makes me wonder that maybe I, I was dreaming during the past 20 years, all these six, six titles. Is that just a dream I had? I mean, when I see something like this, it just makes you question everything. So, David, I mean, Belich- David, are you calling for yeah. Belichick to be fired or assistant coaches? <laughs> I mean, at the very least, at the very least, Patricia right now. Uh, I mean, tomorrow, I, mean, I want to wake up and see him on, on the um, transaction wire. I mean, it's just it, it, it's just clueless. Like you said a few minutes ago, how can someone with a reputation as Belichick be so shrewd and clever, but then not even overrule or override his, his, the coaching decisions that his OC makes? Well, he overruled uh, once. He's a football advisor. <laughs> yeah, David, he, he overruled once. He overruled the touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers by calling timeout and wiping mm-hmm, down. Yeah, there you go. Senior football advisor. Okay. What's your job description, Mr. Pat, Patty Matthews? Um, I mean, now, now beyond that, I mean, the, the, the last play of the game, like you said, if, if Ramondre, if, if that was on him and he, and he chose to make that lateral, then, you, then that, that falls back on the coaching, on the, on the shoulders of the coaching staff as well, that they're just not drilling and drilling in. These players are just clueless clueless, narcissistic fools, and this is similar to basketball players shooting up threes, falling away, and, and Frenchie making the errors going from first base to home plate. Uh, I mean, it's just that everybody wants to be a hero. They don't value the little things. They don't care about the little things. And, and you know, it's just, it, 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 it's almost impossible to watch. Thanks. I mean, how does this happen? 
Thanks for the call, David, and I appreciate there's, the there's passion a lot of, and a lot the of pain and yes, shame in and any 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 kind of correlated this to other sports and other problems in other sports. I want to stick to the Patriots' loss in might Vegas. be the only time Franchi Cordero and Bill Belichick were mentioned in the same sentence. But but David's not wrong with his emotion because an end of game play like that. You have every opportunity to tell the players, and it didn't happen in, 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 on the fly. It wasn't a fluid situation. It keeps bothering me. That You night. can tell them anything you want. Yes. Uh, I would like to fight back against the one caller. I don't believe it was David. I think it was the prior caller that blamed it on Mac for not like being an athlete. and make, No, no, no. What is he supposed to do right there? He's supposed to pick that off? He's the least athletic guy on the field. He's not capable of making a play there against Chandler Jones. Don't who, break up that pass, Mac. Right. I mean, that's not Mac's job. I'm you can, sorry. You can blame Mac Jones for a lot of things Absolutely. that happened in this game, but that right there, Le- is, leadership, is not, like is being not a baby, yeah. Uh, there's plenty of things that each and every for, member for, of this for organization not biting, for not biting Chandler Jones's leg off on his way to the end zone. Right, I mean, like, like, come on, what are we doing here? Anyway, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We will continue to take your call, Steve, Kelly, Paul, and the rest of you that are lined up. We will get to you in just a moment. If you want to shoot us a text, where there's a a lot of uh, venom on the text line tonight as well. 37937. This is the Six Rings post game show. I'm Andy Hart. He's Kyrie Thompson, and we are breaking down the most painful loss of the season. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.